Boom. Welcome to another episode of Relatable Luxury. I am your co-host, Dan Cruz. And I'm Oneida Cruz. All right, all right. Today we're going to talk about who's the boss. You know, we've been in this relationship for 22 plus years. Uh, today is actually our anniversary. Happy anniversary, Happy babe. anniversary. January 18th. January 18th. And it's crazy because we left the, the last episode talking about who was the boss. But we're going to talk about it. And there's a lot of things that we go through in, a lot, in, in our relationship, in our personal, and in our business. Mm-hmm. And when I decided to resign from my job to work with uh, my wife full time, it was a design, right? It was by design. And I got what I wanted out of it, which was to spend more time with my wife. And we are, we are always together now. Uh, but we have a difficult time differentiating who is the boss. No, we don't have a difficult time. <laughs> you have a difficult time. And that is the problem. It's not, it's not a us or them. It's like when you're in your industry, in your workspace, right? You are in charge of your building, right? right. There are levels, there are hierarchies, there's a bureaucracy. In petite seats, it's the same thing, but you don't want to acquiesce to what I ask you to do or say you should do. And this is from me just being inexperienced, doing this stuff for eight years, primarily by myself. And you are just like, "Mm mm-mm, I got to think about that because that don't make sense. I mean, see, we come from an educational world, so I came from a place where I was the boss, right? And, you know, the buck stops with me. So in an organizational aspect of working for a company or an organization, uh, you do have people coming and reporting to you. So stepping down where you have a staff of about 100 people reporting to you on a daily basis, 24-7, 365 days, to now you have to run a business with your wife, with your wife, and it's two of us, mm-hmm. and now we're trying to, you know, so it's, di- it's, it's, it's difficult to say, okay, what am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Uh, but what we realized in the last, what, last uh, six months is that both of us just do it together. No, we didn't. Why are you sitting here lying? Let me tell you. Let me give you no, a paint you a about, picture. I'm talking about no, we do things no, together. No, no, we don't. We don't. I'm going to paint you a picture. So... On average, since Danny has resigned, um, not including the summer, because the summer we have a full staff, right? But we furloughed everyone because business has been very slow as the weather has gotten colder. So it's he and I doing deliveries now. And so we're prepping all of the rentals before they go out. We are um, packing the vans together. We are um, going over the schedule, what makes sense, the delivery run, all of that stuff, right? And... I will say something like, um, what will I say? Um, let, me, let me think of something. Something like, all right, D, can you no, do can this? You, can you make a left turn? No, we're not even, we ain't even getting the van yet. We're not even on the delivery run yet. We're just packing the van. That's where I'm at right now. So I'll say something like, can you do this? Um, like paint something a specific way uh, or just something basic. And he'll give me pushback. No, I'm going to get to it when I get to it or something like that. But I know 
from experience that if it doesn't get done in that moment, then something else is not going to happen, right? And I don't feel like having to explain that because I just know from experience that if this is not done in this moment, then something else is going to be delayed and it's a domino effect. All right, so that's one. That I get pushback for that. But now let's I'm, get in the van. I'm strategic with stuff. So I like to think about and ponder, okay, what am I going to do first? I'm going to do this first, second, third, fourth, etc. But your pondering is like literally legit a, a whole hour. My pondering gets us the work done. Delayed. Okay? Just like this last weekend, this past weekend, we had a prop that we had to create for one of our clients. Mm -hmm. I like to take my time and ponder these you know, and strategize what's first, what's second, what's third, and what we're gonna do, you know. And we at the spot, and you're telling me, well, you got the walls up, but you haven't So done he nothing. got the walls up, right? You we don't have, have nothing the, done. the schematic of what everything needs to look like and where it needs to be. And we were there for a good hour, and Danny did not drill a hole, he did not put nothing up. So I'm sitting there like twiddling my thumbs, like, what is he doing? I was waiting for you to go get me a cup of coffee since everybody thought you were my helper. Well, listen, whatever they thought, I was losing my shit because you took forever just to start. But if you look at the end results, it looks great. Okay. Okay, so either you want it done quick in a mess or you want it done really well and it's gonna, just going to take my time with it. Sometimes you got it. Sometimes. So that's why I say. Even this whole delivery, even prior to us leaving the, the house and making sure that the kids were settled with their babysitter, you know, we are, we're in a, we're in a rush. Oh, you got to call this client. Oh, you got to call. I'm like, calm down. Danny doesn't understand. No, he didn't. Danny yes, did. doesn't understand when you commit to be someplace on time, especially day of. I very rarely, um, do same day drop offs because the anxiety level that I have is on a thousand. And every time you go and your anxiety level is on a thousand, every time we get there and the party gets done, you're like, wow, you know, everything went smooth. Yeah. I'm but not that's, stress about that's time. very rare though. It's not rare. Every yes, it time is. We, yes, we it delivered, is. Every time we've delivered, sometimes we're late. But why? Why? Out. Why are we late, though? Because I want to make sure. I'm no, my we're time. late because Danny takes the last minute to do everything, and I don't operate like that. Like timing is so done. important. It gets done. Yes, but See, this right is now the thing. We're arguing who's the boss. No, no, no. We're arguing about things that are non-negotiables for me that you just don't give a shit about, right? Mm. We're arguing about how time is flexible for you, and for me, time is rigid. And that is a huge discrepancy in how we operate. Well, look, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. uh, we say at the end of the day, okay, you have two people who are different and you have different ideas. If you have two people who are the same and are always thinking the same, that's mm -hmm. not a good thing, right? So we offset each other like that. That's why it works for us. Petite, seat, petite seats work because you have strengths and I have my strengths. And so we have to be able to, uh, you know, come together at some point. And we have, you know, working in the last six months, mm -hmm. we have been working with each other. Uh, that, you know, at the end of the day, I know those are your strengths. You know those are my strengths. And we also have weaknesses. Uh, everyone has weaknesses. So if you believe that you don't have weaknesses in any job or any personal life, you're, you're out of your mind. Everyone has weaknesses. Uh, but we play to each other's strengths. And I think that's what makes the T-seat work. And... And one thing that, again, 
I don't think oh, I was about to call you a nighter, but mm -hmm. one thing that nighter doesn't tell folks, right, is that she was a school administrator. She was a head honcho at one point. So was I. So it's difficult for two alpha head honchos to come together and run a business when we're so used to uh, being that person that everyone goes to 24-7, uh, 365 days out of the year, right? Yeah, but then even in that situation, like no one comes into a, a new situation and tries to take charge. No one does that but Daniel Cruz. Like, yeah. let's be very clear about that. Like, at no time did you say, okay, there's going to be a learning curve with me jumping on the bandwagon of operating petite seats. You just came in and was like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm just like, well, slow down, partner, because there have been systems that are put in place. So can you listen to the system? And you're just like, no, nah, this is what I'm doing. Right. Sometimes it's got to be like that because I know that, you know, sometimes that my ideas or my, the way I do things is going to work out for the better. Uh, but again, that's the strengths that I bring and some of the strengths that you bring. We just bring them together and we work off each other's weaknesses. Uh, but let's talk about the driving because even that, if I'm driving, you're, you're talking about making left here, making right here. I'm Danny like, doesn't I got the at, GPS no, on. Danny doesn't know how to read the GPS. No, like it could my be phone. a I don't left like that phone. IPhone. No, it, you be messing up on your phone too, sir. It will be 300 feet, make a right turn, and he'll pass the turn and be like, "Oh, what was I supposed to do?" And I'm like, "We can't be having these issues in Long Island, in Manhattan, because you know you make a left turn." and you have to drive a good 20 more minutes in traffic because you missed a turn. So I am always like, you know, and I'm on my phone. When I don't have to drive, I'm always multitasking. But I can't do that with him because he'd be missing turns. Come on now, come on now. Still thinking she's the boss <laughs> when we're driving. I mean, we, we could talk about, just like the other day, we had a drop off, mm -hmm. oh, park right there. I was like, eh, it's tight. No, I park right there. That's where I always park. Uh, I like. Let me, let, I had to park there. I couldn't get in. I couldn't parallel park this big van. So now I had to get out the van, walk around the corner to see if this spot was available. And, and she was like, no, spot, that's where I always park. And that is the spot that I always park in. That's the boss mentality. It's difficult working with your partner. It, it truly is. But let's talk about any task that we have mm -hmm. done and only to be disappointed by the lack of effort from one another. I don't know. I don't. I think it's not a lack of effort. It's just a lack of of um, time commitment. Meaning, if I ask for something, I want it done in a reasonable time. You have no kind of like sense of urgency. None. 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 See, the problem is that I make things look so easy. Oh, please. And the, go ahead. You want me to, you want me, because in every situation that I've been, this is always is the common denominator. Okay. That someone doesn't like. You don't show any sense of urgency. Hmm. Because I, I deal with pressure in a different way. I like to take my time, be smooth, think about it. Hey, it's going to get done. You like to, your anxiety level to go on, on 2000 and I don't operate like that. Okay. I'm not going to disagree with you because that's what it is. But it's like we have to come to a happy median or I'm going to have a friggin' aneurysm while you just sitting there taking your time. So that's something we got to work on. Um, 
So let's talk about like, we know many entrepreneurs, like we have a, a good cohort of colleagues, um, associates who own their own businesses. And I would say that many of them do not work with their spouses. Like it's a common thread that they'll joke like we ain't working with them because it's, it's conflict, right? You don't want to live with somebody and then also work with them. Like there are things, there are, what did you call the other day? Not benchmarks. There are norms that you have to establish. And I feel like with us, we very, it's like when things get red hot is when we come back and say, okay, we got to set a norm. But I know that for many people who, who, work, who work with their spouses, especially people who own their own businesses, it's very difficult to set a norm because, to your point, they want to work how they want to work. Yeah, I, you know, I like it red hot. You know, I like, I like the pressure. I like dealing with the pressure. And it's not enough pressure for me, but, you know, again, just dealing with the pressure of doing last minutes just get my endorphin levels up. You know, it gets me going. And that's just so problematic. And so. And so problematic. Just, but the reason why we, again, the reason why we work well together, it's not only because, um, you know, we, we're trying to make a living, but it's also because we've been together for 22 plus years. And to your point, there are a lot of partners, uh, people who are married together, who, cannot work together mm -hmm. it cannot be together 24 7 that's not the case here yeah right and, yeah. you know there was a comment made you know the other day uh, that um, if you are married mm -hmm. for so long that people grow apart oh yes I remember that it was a podcast mm -hmm. and no it wasn't a podcast I thought it was no this was a, something that somebody told me the oh they day. told you that oh okay mm -hmm. but so, I saw that on a podcast recently oh no no I, I this was a person that I was talking to that said, okay. you know, um, that being together for 22 plus years, that people grow apart. Right. And we've been together since we were, you were 19, I was 20. Mm -hmm. So I don't, that has not been the case with us. We've grown together and, and not I, apart. And when you, when you spoke to me about that, my response was that, you know, people make those comments because they have never develop themselves individually, you know, in that partnership, in that relationship. And I think for us, we definitely spent a lot of time, apart, like prior to kids, we spent a lot of time working on ourselves, developing ourselves to be, you know, adults because we did grow up together, so to speak. Um, and we developed our own personalities as adults, had our own set of passion projects and, you know, careers, all different types of things that we did individually. And so it's not as if we have to be like, um, what's the word, like a symbiotic relationship, like we have to feed off of each other. We, <laughs> we have our own things yeah. happening, right? Well, we also have a covenant together that is extremely, Indeed. extremely, extremely strong. It's, it's unbreakable. I agree. I agree. And, and that is, but that's so different from petite like I don't think we in that covenant that we have it's about our relationship it's about our family it's about growth it's about um strengthening our bond as as a couple it's not necessarily about the petite seats so like 
as we put the business in there, and I think, like you said, when you resigned and I, and I asked you to come on and to help me, um, give me a year or six months, whatever it is, you said, okay, fine, and now we have to reevaluate that covenant because now we're including the business into this partnership. Right, uh, but again, we've been doing this. Well, you, you, you started the business at the beginning, mm -hmm. you know, while we both worked, as we said in the last episode. Uh, but again, our relationship, if it wasn't strong, we, we couldn't do this every day. Yeah, our foundation has to be solid. And at the end of the day, every, no marriage is perfect, right? Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say, what, what any, you see, what, what you see on TV, everywhere. We're not perfect. And there aren't any perfect marriages out there. None. Zero. No, because you're dealing with two very distinct individuals. Right. And so when you have people to say, to say, I don't know how you can be with the same person for 22 plus years because you grow apart, it's because you have to understand that that person it's, it's, it's her or his own and vice versa. Yeah, that too. But then oftentimes you hear people make those comments and they have not been in a, a, long, a long standing relationship. Like they just haven't. Like they may be the, the longest relationship they were in. It's probably two, three years, you know? And but that's the hard part. Once you, once you get over that fifth, sixth, uh, four, fifth, six year, like it happened to us. That was the hump. We had. To I don't that know one. because you see people that have been together for 10, 15 years and get divorced. So I don't. Th I think it's it's. Yes, they never got over that hump. No, but they 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 surpassed the ten year mark, right? Yeah, but they probably stayed together for for whatever reason. Okay. But yes. there wasn't a again. There wasn't a strong covenant that they built from the ground up. We've or or we somebody two. broke the covenant. Somebody did something that was egregious and they could not forgive them and they could not mend it. You know, like that happens. People do stuff like that. Or they let someone else come in or situations, a whole lot of stuff can happen. So I'm not going to speak on that. But for us, it's, it's basically like we are each other's person. There is no one else that can tell us about each other, so to speak, right? There can't be somebody else come in and say, oh, well, Danny said this, or Oneida said this, what you gonna do? None of that. We are each other's best friends, we're each other's confidants, we're each other's um, financial advisors, or well, you for me, we are each other's biggest cheerleader. You know, it's a whole lot of stuff that we are for each other. And that is why we are able to, even though we argue like friggin', I don't know what, what? I can't think of an analogy, we still know that at the end of the day, we respect each other enough to let it go. So, yeah, we argue, and back to the point about uh, regarding the um, people being married for so long, it's, marriages is just not perfect. Relationships aren't perfect. Friendships, mm -hmm. friendships aren't perfect, right? Relationships in this business isn't perfect, mm -hmm. right? It's just how you deal with it. Okay, so let's talk about that because that's a good topic because that's something that we have been speaking about a lot lately is this idea that, you know, especially you coming into this industry, not really mm -hmm. understanding. I mean, I'll be ready to fight. I'm talking <laughs> about it. Yeah, I'll be ready to fight. So I just step back like you handle it. But to that point, you would, you would think that 
we're always happy together, and we are, not always, you know, it's 90, 90% of the time, but we are, we argue, we, we, we have disagreements. But the most important thing that you're gonna see with us and which uh, helps in relationships and marriages and et cetera is that we stick together, mm -hmm. right? So we might be in the car disagreeing about taking the, 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 the uh, what is it, the freight elevator <laughs> at nine o'clock and we may argue about it. However, when we get out that car, it is either going one or two ways, her way or my way, but no one else is going to see that. No. And so that somebody has to acquiesce. Right. And it's funny cuz we do it silently. Like we don't say F it. I'm I'll just let him at, rock. I'm looking at her like. <laughs> it just happens, right? It really just happens organically. Um but yeah, you always do want to fight people. But I, I feel like Back to what I was saying, you don't understand the nuances of this industry, right? For you, it's just black and white. It's very much, oh, that person did this. Especially if I present it to you in a way, like, you know, look at this or something, something. You're like, uh-uh, that's not acceptable. Like, because outside of industry, outside of business, if this was like a different situation, it'd be on site, mm -hmm. right? So me trying to explain to you, like, you know, it doesn't matter my thing for you always is we are our own competition. Like I say that to Danny all the time because he's always in his feelings when I share something like that somebody has that's similar to ours or when somebody does something that is egregious, but it's just like, you know, it is what it is. Um, he is very much just like, no, that's not going to work. And I'm always like the HR person. I'm always like, you know, that's on them. It's not on us. It has nothing to do with us. That's their business. And I feel like in, in a partnership, when you're with your spouse, there always has to be somebody that is able to talk somebody else off the ledge, so to speak, and not be reactive. Mm -hmm. And I, th I believe I do that for you as well. So I think we do that both ways. Mm -hmm. I don't think we, I know we do that both ways. I be like, you know, there's some clients where you, you know, I ain't dealing with this person on my like, no, oh, let's that chill, all let's the time. sit back, let's look, you know, maybe she's coming from this way. This, and it's crazy because I'll be ready to be like, nah, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm the one that's calm and she be like, no, this is what we're going to do. I'm like, oh, 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 calm down. Let's, let's see from her point of view where right. she's coming from. Like, I don't care. I'm just not dealing with her. Let me get da, 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 da. I'm like, right. chill, relax. So it's, it's kind of like we offset each other on that. Yeah, because you know I'm quick to cancel an invoice. Yeah. Right. I'm quick to... No, your, no. your thing is being respected on site. I don't give a shit. Like, I could pull up. They can tell me go around back. They can tell me do whatever. I'm just going to handle the stuff and it's done. I don't care. But for me, it's the, it's the precursor to that, like paying the invoice on time, um, not giving me the runarounds about coming into your space, especially if it's a home. Like, I don't need all this back and forth. That stuff irks me. Mm -hmm. But being on site and somebody is like, I don't know, not showing love or whatever they're doing, I don't, it doesn't bother yeah, cause me. Because I, I look at it as respect, right? So when we were administrators, it didn't matter if you were a parent, it didn't matter if you were the custodian staff, part of the custodian staff, it didn't matter if you were you know, a board member. It's, it's about respect. You say hello, you keep it moving, yeah. right? It's, it, you know, but you some people see you as the help. Right, <laughs> I mean, I, think about our clients. Again, it doesn't matter if you're the help or not. It's all about respect, because yeah. I could be out there picking up trash, and if I say hello, it's just a, a respect, a mutual, like, hey, how you doing? You don't yeah, have to Yeah, but you be coming me. out 
with the pad has to be coming out. Somebody don't say hello to you, and you be like, well, hello. And I'm just like, relax. It's not that because serious. Because when I was in the school system, right, mm. I did not allow any of my staff members or in the school district, I did not allow any of my, you know, uh, people who worked for me to disrespect any parents. We, it, it's pretty much customer service. Yeah. We got to have top-notch customer service wherever you go. And I've learned that being in a political game, uh, but you gotta have customer service no matter where you go. And even in a political game, I'm like, yo, this person didn't say hello? Wait till this person comes to me and try to say hello. I'll be checking them, mm. right? But again, that's our relationship. That's where we come in, be like, and you come in like, D, you know you can't do this, right? And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. See, so and then I say to her, you know, we can't do this, right? So it's, it goes vice versa. Yeah. So that's 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 where the partnership comes in, and that's where I believe that both of us again have strengths and, and weaknesses, but we feed off each other, mm -hmm. and that's because we've been together for twenty-two plus years. So who's the boss? Man, listen, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Listen, I, know. I don't care to be the boss. Put it this way. Yes. Okay, you don't care to be the boss, but your accent says something if, different. Listen, if I'm driving a van, I'm the boss. Okay. Right? If, if I'm driving, if I'm packing, I'm the boss. But if right? we're don't, together, I'm never driving. So that's, let's don't, establish don't that. Don't tell me how to pack the van. You know, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it takes a certain type of mind. And, and for you guys out there, come on. It really takes a, a certain kind of mind for some uh, person to pack a van. And, and it's just not, you know something that somebody can just go in and pack a van and throw stuff in the van. It really takes, it's like a Tetris mind. And, and for those, you don't know, but I'm, I'm gonna brag. I, I, you know, I'm extremely humble, but I'm gonna brag about my wife. She has an electrical engineering degree. Okay. Right. She has a master's and she has a doctorate. A lot of people don't know that you should be calling her Dr. Cruz, mm. right? And so she doesn't come out and say, I have an electrical engineering degree from, from this university. I have a master's. How many masters you got? I have one and a half. And a half. <laughs> I'm nine credits short of the second one. All right. So, you know, it, 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 it does take a mindset to, uh, uh, you know, a type, uh, you know, a certain type of mind to either pack a van or strategize or organize yeah. or to run a business. You know, even even the way we articulate, we can be extremely formal with things. Yep. And we can and we could at times be extremely laid back. Yeah. That casual register, it could come out very simply. Um, and I think that's what attracts people to just our social media pages is that, you know, that code switching is on a thousand. And Hence the reason for the name of the podcast. It's relatable, right? It's it's relatable luxury. Our brand is a luxury brand. It's not something that's overt, but it's very much been established. It's very much understood. You don't have to say it, but at the same time, people relate to the brand. You know, they are able to text me, reach out to me, whatever, and know that um, I can talk to her if I have something like people call, especially um, moms who are planning parties. They will reach out to me on text and like, I have this plate and this napkin. How do I bring it together? Or do you know of anyone who I can purchase whatever from? And I will text you. Mm -hmm. Hit me up on WhatsApp, 12 o'clock at night. I'm always up right. late. That's what makes it the relatableness, right? You're spending 10K for the party, but understand that you can reach out to the owner of the rental company and 
get your questions answered. So that's the part that makes it relatable. That's the part that I feel like why we've had such success in the business is because there is no barrier to reaching us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something that I've noticed with, um, back to what you said about customer service, a lot of businesses just in general, they take that connection piece away and it's like you have to um, email me only, you have to do an inquiry form only on the website. You know, there are a lot of barriers to communication. Right, and, and, and to that point, when we talk about customer service, it goes both ways, Yeah. right? It, it, and I, I'm, just, I'm not just talking about you and I, but I'm talking about us and clients and us and people who want a, um, you know, a product, right. right? Just because you're a boss doesn't mean you have to be bossy. Oh, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I think that's where I get uh, taken back when I'm looking at people and they're coming in a more in, in, a, in an extremely forceful way. And I'm like, oh, hold your horses. Right. You know, but, and when we look at who's the boss, you don't have to act like a boss to be the boss. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that we've learned being... Well, I feel like for a lot of people, it's a, it's a, it comes from a place of insecurity, right? Like, we keep talking about our careers, but we reached that pinnacle of where we wanted to be in our careers. At least I did before uh, I, I uh, left out. You still are, have benchmarks you want to reach. Right. But we, we reached a level of success that, um, that was good for us, right? We can say we did it. And I feel like a lot of people who put on those airs of being super established or sophisticated or polished and they come off as being unhumble or very abrasive, it's because they, they're, they're working towards this goal that they ain't reached yet and they think that that is how you're supposed to act, right? right? But people who already have it and understand that they are what they are, they are the shit, they don't gotta put on that, that fake cloak of I'm the person, you know? So when I see that, I see insecurity. I don't necessarily see um, a, a, I don't want to say established. I don't see a person who is successful, not successful, but comfortable in their own success. Because I know a lot of people, right, in this industry. I've planned a lot of events. I've been in a a lot of people's homes. You know, can't say everybody because of NDAs. And when I see them in person and, and they're talking to me about their kids' parties, it's no lights, camera, action. It's just, this is me. I'm planning for my baby. They don't went to Party City to go get something last minute. Amazon, neat suggestions. It's no different for the person that is, is planning it uptown or, you know, Washington Heights or whatever. There's no difference. Mm. So that is what I wish many put, more people understood is that you don't have to put on this, this cloak of, you know, I got it like that to to well, be you. Well, it's it's it's, it's simple. It's, it's we could summarize it in one word, mm-hmm. right? We could summarize this in one word, and it's I'm gonna try to spell it. Hopefully, I can spell it right. Even T R U S T. Okay. All right. Explain. You, you have to be able to trust. Yes. One another, uh, trust your ability to get the job done. Yeah. You know, even, whether you are a boss, whether you're the CEO, the CFO, whether you're the manager, whatever, if you're the supervisor, you have to trust within yourself yep. and be confident that you can get the job done without being bossy, right? Yes. And so 
there's there's been there have been plenty of times where you were stressed about people we have hired in the past. Yeah. If they're gonna get the job done, they're gonna get there on time. If they're gonna do this, right. if they're gonna do that, right? Ah, uh, you're stressing. But when I'm on the road, you trust that I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get the job done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we trust each other. Yes, and that's what makes this covenant extremely, you know, workable. I yeah. would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We trust each and other. And then we offer each other that constant support. No matter what it is, you know, we give each other the support. And it could be anything, not outside of our business relationship, but, you know, in our personal relationship as well, um, we're very inspiring to each other. We give each mm-hmm. other that constant support. We are, like I said, we are each other's cheerleaders. So nobody is out on a limb by themselves. Well, I could tell you, when we, when we talk about inspiring, I remember you talking about um, starting this business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember when this was so long. Fourteen. Ago. Well, no, it was it was it was Christmas break because I was home, so it was it was Christmas of uh, twenty fifteen. <clears throat> well, it was a long time ago. <laughs> yes. But what I would say is that you know you have inspired me mm-hmm. to you know work for myself, right? Oh, because I see. Because when I left my job uh, this past August, I was a chief school administrator. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me to leave a title, money, and have to work for myself, that took a lot of courage, right? It takes a lot of time. And so now we're working together, but I'm back in the game in the educational as an educational consultant. Right. Right. I'm not going to tell you how much I make an hour. But why are you even bringing it up? But you try to floss. But it shows that hey, she's my cheerleader. She has inspired me to do different things. And mm-hmm. now, because you always say you can work for yourself, wake up whenever you want, wake up, yeah. you know, go to sleep whenever you want. You don't have to answer to nobody. And I'm like, oh, that was my goal in life. That, that was your goal. But guess <laughs> what? That energy transferred. Yeah. And so now I tell the kids when I'm home, I'm like yo. This is how much I make an hour. I, you know, I could go to work. I don't have to go to work, but I do. I do have. A, I still have a W two job, which yeah. I won't give up. You know, yeah. being a college professor. You know, been there for wow, since two almost two decades. I'm not right. gonna give that up because right. I like. I like. I still like teaching. Right. I still like doing that. Exactly. But that's the partnership we've had. Again, 22 plus years. Our anniversaries today. Our kids see us as the hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know, they, they see us that we're always working. Uh, they see the strong relationships, sorry, the strong relationships that we have with each other, mm-hmm. that we can have an a argument one minute, and then for the rest of the day, we just love it and up, up, and, un, up and under each other. Right. And I feel like, you know, to wrap this up, it's, it comes down to this. When you're married or in a partnership uh, relationship with someone, and you decide to go into business together, you have to be very mindful because you know each other's strengths and weaknesses, like you said. You have to be very mindful of what sets each other off and try your best not to put your partner in a situation where you know they're going to be reactive. Mm-hmm. You also have to be mindful of any pitfalls that may arise and pay attention to them because, like, if I know that Danny takes forever to make a decision, then what I need to do is, if I know I need the decision on Friday, I need to let him know a week out. I can't wait till Wednesday and think he's gonna give me a decision in, in by Thursday. So I know how he operates. So in order to prevent a pitfall, I have to 
you know, work around what it is I need from him so that we don't have a conflict. I mean, it still won't be a conflict, but we won't have. She thinks she's the boss. I, I give it that. All she's right, whatever. But you know what I'm saying. You gotta, you have to work with what you got. I'm and just trying to say, this is all you got? <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to compromise. No, That's be, it. Because we could talk about, you know, it's good that we are together. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Wonderful. But when you go into business, like you said, with someone else, where you don't know their strength, strengths or weaknesses, yes. after six months, you might not want to work together. Right. You might be like, look, I, it's over. I, I can't deal with you. No. But in this situation, we ain't got that. We don't got that. We got drive together. We got to go home together. We got to go eat together. We got to cook, do this, mm -hmm. do that. We got to do everything together. So it's no, I'm done. I ain't working with you no more. Let's talk about. Although that's. Let's talk about money together, okay? Because you came on as my CFO, hmm. and. That's the next episode. <laughs> that is the next episode, but. Let's talk about protecting our, our family finances because that is very important for you, right? Mm -hmm. When Before you came on, it was very much Oneida runs the business how she runs the business. And whatever the finances are, I'm the only one that knows what's happening. Mm -hmm. If you say you need something for something, then I'll transfer some money. But outside of that, it's very much been you know nothing about what's happening with petite seats. So now we jump into this. What are we into? We're into this, you are uh, controlling what happens with the money or how the money is spent or you know more about what the investments, the products or the services are, how much stuff is, the cash flow. Man, I'd be falling out. I'd yeah. be looking at that Amex car like, what? What? Yeah. You spend what? But, you know, when we go back to you running a business and making X amount of dollars, I never asked you how much you were making. Yeah. We, I never asked you for a dime to go spend, I, you, know, I, you know, so it was not like, hey, I need to know what you're doing with your money. Right. But now we're together. Right. And we had the same income. We got to know what he, where, where yes. we're spending the money. Yes. You know, so every dollar counts in this situation. Uh, every $10, $100, you know, everything counts. So, you know, now that I'm looking at, at stuff. Uh, we just have to be mindful of how we spend. But if I'm going to be in charge of money, because I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap, 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 frugal, right? That's your favorite word. Yeah, I'm you're very frugal. frugal. Uh, I look at things very on a minute scale, like, eh, I don't think we should buy that uh, that bag of nuts. You know, I think we, we can do without the nuts. And then next thing you know, you know, five uh, days later, she come back with a whole box a whole box of nuts and I'm like damn <laughs> and I start eating them but uh, so moving forward uh, our next episode I don't even know what is episode three episode three let me pull it up it was um, let me pull I think it. it's about the kids no let me pull it I feel up. like that was the the less like this idea of um, oh of money right you got money oh about family Oh, yes. you got money managing family's expectation of our finances. Yeah, Ooh. that's See, a like, huge topic. One thing that we talked about the first episode, you know, we tried to, you know, stick to a script. Uh, but, you know, we're going to let things flow as they go. Yeah, uh, we're going we're gonna to be very organic mm -hmm. uh, about the conversations. Uh, but we are going to have some special guests. Yes. Uh, in the coming uh, episodes. Right. We're not going to tell you who, because from what I learned from this industry, <laughs> okay, if you tell a person 
that you're going to have uh, uh, you such, know, and such and such, such and such, such and such. That person is going to try to go get such and such, such and such. The and day before. The day before. You know, if you say you're going to have a black wall, you're going to go to get a black wall. I still got to I still got to deal with that because, I, you know, I come from, you know, you know, it's different. It's different. So yes. I have to wrap my mind around that piece. But we're going to have people, other folks, whether they're from the fine, I can't tell you, I was going to tell you, but whether they're from any industry, whether it's not just about special events. Yeah, we're going we're, we're gonna to continue. Keep we're, it well-rounded. Right. All right. We're, yeah. We're going to talk. We're going to bring a lot of folks. Uh, not just we're not just going to talk about the business aspect we're going to intertwine those business and legacy yeah so our, our platform is about business and legacy and and how we are building a legacy for our family mm -hmm. and our kids through entrepreneurship and the port the partners that we've we've uh work with to ensure that um because Listen, we, we both gave up for the, well, for me, it's been a year plus. Danny, six um, months out, seven months out, with giving a, a, away, you know, um, six-figure incomes to do this full time and still maintain a, a lifestyle that we've established. So how do you do that? Um, how do you not stress about, you know, just minute things like money or I go to the supermarket every week, couple times a week. Um, how do we continue this lifestyle and get rid of that W two? Yeah, I don't know. I like my I like my college job. I think you know, yeah, I, well, but that's, that's part time. It's so, part time. Yes, so, you know. I'm talking about that full full um, time oh, yeah. Well, hustle. We, yeah, we let that go. Yeah, but moving forward, we're gonna have good conversations. We have a we have a huge plan. We have a huge productions coming out. So. We're not going to tell you the plans. It's just stay tuned because stay again, tuned. I can't tell you because then I'm going to have somebody. I'm like, she's going to show me looking with it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. But stay tuned. Uh, we're not going to tell you our secrets. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not. We're not going to tell you. So listen, share our podcast link um, on your social media. Follow us on IG and YouTube. We will put the video on YouTube and we will upload the audio to a podcast platform. And we invite you to send us any ideas that you have um, for future episodes, any people you want to see on the show. Um, and, you know, if you have found value in this, just record us a voice memo. We would love to hear your ideas, your thoughts, and uh, give us some feedback. And, and listen, if you want to come on the show, send me your resume. <laughs> you got to send that. Send me your resume. <laughs> Boom. Till next time.